I want to talk to you a little bit about Jace Medical. Jace Medical, here we are in the 21st century, and we don't have drugs. We already have a, uh, a shortage of antibiotics. What, what do you think is going to happen? This is going to get worse and worse and worse. And then, But good news is we have the complete live system where, you know, we, if we have to ration. But that will never happen. Oh, boy. Um, please put yourself in a safe situation and have some of these life-saving antibiotics on you, on your, in your house, on your, you know, uh, vacation. Take it with you. It's a Jace case. Uh, but be prepared. Five different antibiotics for emergency use. You also, um, in some cases, could jump on the phone with a certified physician so they can make sure that everything's good with writing the prescription. Uh, and then if something does happen, you also can get that physician on for treatment related questions at any time. Use the promo code Beck. Get a special discount on your purchase now at jacemedical.com. Jacemedical.com. Use the promo code Beck. So in 2007, when the banks failed in the big crash, 25 banks failed and had to be bailed out. Okay, 25 banks failed. Washington Mutual, the single largest bank failure in U.S. history. Over the one-year period of the bank failures, they all had to be bailed out to the total of $526 billion over 12 months. What have we done in the last five weeks? I'll give you that shocking stat in 60 seconds. First, as the weather heats up outside, that means it's time to pull the cover off the grill and get to work. Uh, if inflation is threatening your turn uh, to turn your summer into a bummer, I have news for you. If you like hamburgers and steak and chicken and everything else that you can grill outside, it might be too expensive, uh, you know, by the end of summer. But you're going to lock in your price right now with Good Ranchers. And it's really, really good meat. Most grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with Good Ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken and fish from local farms, ranches, and... I don't know if you have to break a trout. Do you have cowboy fish, cowboys on a ranch for? I don't know how that works, really. Good Ranchers donates 10 meals uh, to Americans in need, in need with every box ordered. That's over a million meals so far. You can do good while you eat really well. Head on over to Good Ranchers. Use my promo code BECK for $30 off any box. You can feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat you're putting on your grill and your plate. Make this summer one to remember by starting it with American meat. 
at a locked-in price from GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save $30. GoodRanchers.com. So, Stu, yesterday we were talking. How much did how much did you say the FDIC had in its full account? Gosh, I don't have the number up in front of me still, but I think it was $128 billion. Yeah, something like that. Something like Let's that. Let's just be generous. Say it's 150 because that's over, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay, so 150 in 2007, 25 banks, 25 banks, uh, they had to be bailed out, including Washington, Washington Mutual, the single largest bank failure in history, total of $526 billion, and that was over 12 months. In the last five weeks, we have had three U.S. banks, fa- banks fail, and uh, we're already over the 2007 total by $6 billion. Jeez. This is the data from the Federal wow. Reserve. Uh, mm. or it, it, um, uh, and I, I don't know if there's more to come because the Federal Reserve is, uh, you know, have to wait two years before they give you the official numbers. So I'm not, you know, can't, we can't verify for two years. Now, that is adjusted for inflation, but it doesn't include Credit Suisse a month ago, and we have no idea how much the Federal Reserve provided in emergency lending there because it was overseas, a foreign bank. They don't have to report anything again for two years. Now, you have PacWest and Western Alliance in deep trouble. Yesterday, the bank stock index lost 50% of its value in the past two months. It's starting to smell like a panic. There are other banks now on the uh, chopping block. So we are already ahead of 2007 in bank failures compared to uh, you know 2007. We're already ahead of that. That's remarkable. I mean, I, that, there's no... No feeling in the media, no, no, I, no indication to the average uh-uh. person that this is anywhere close to the size uh-uh. of what happened in 2008. Uh-uh. And isn't it interesting that it took 27 banks to equal f- uh, five <laughs> this time to beat five, five. And the whole point of their crappy legislation after this happened in 2007, 2008 was to not to make sure these big banks don't get too big. Correct. They were supposed to avoid Correct. this exact thing. Yeah. And now, now, they're only, too big. Now, now all of them are too big to fail. And not, now, not only has a $213 billion bank gone under, but they sold it to the largest bank in yeah. the country. So right. that one's even bigger. First Republic. Now, just think of this in deposits. Okay. Just think of, you know, FDIC. All of this money isn't in deposits, obviously. But First Republic, $213 billion. Silicon, $209 billion. Signature, $110 billion. Uh, $94 billion in 24 other banks. And $432 billion in the Washington Mutual Bank. Okay? So, uh, wow, that's not good, right? So, $213 billion, $209 billion, $110 billion. You're already over your FDIC. You're already over... Right. Just just that. Which is you one of the reasons the, why they do these forced sales. Correct. Right? And you look at, it was 432 in Washington Mutual Bank. Well, we've got that in two banks. Two banks. 
uh, already this failure and another hundred and ten billion on what it took for a hundred billion in 07, 24 other banks, one bank. And it's over that. And how are you, where are you getting the money to bail all these these people out with their deposits? Where Where is that? Where, where? In this case, J.P. Morgan Chase, I guess, right? Yeah. Now, remember, all that that doesn't mean all that money is gone, right? These banks, when they right. go under, they just are... They sold, but they sold to J.P. Morgan Chase for the good thing. They took the good things <laughs> that J.P. Morgan Chase could use that'll help them grow even bigger, and they left on the table for the Fed, for us, all of the stuff that's collapsing. Mm-hmm. And we should also note that First National Bank would have collapsed months ago if not for places like J.P. Morgan Chase depositing $30 billion into their account to keep it afloat. That already happened. And that's oh, now we have no idea how much money they have given to these banks already. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me ask you, what caused the instability? What, what caused Silicon Valley Bank to go? Silicon Valley Bank was this, basically they had long-term um assets Mm -hmm. so they take you know you deposit a hundred dollars they take your hundred dollars they deposit it into a fund that pays two percent and then all the interest rates go up because the fed decides to jack them all up and suddenly though the investments they made thinking you know it's long-term debt it's very you know we haven't had inflation in such a long time when the inflation goes up, it lowers the value of those that $100 they invested. Right. So to now, mark to market. Now they can't take the $100 out because it's locked into this investment. Right. And they ha- can only get it out at a lower rate, and they don't have enough to cover the deposits that are there. Correct. Just terrible risk management mm-hmm. combined with the Fed doing something they hadn't done in 20 years. Okay. So that's what kicked off Silicon Valley Bank and and all of these banks. They're They're... They're all out of whack. Yeah. Okay? I, mean, I, partially, I think it's partially in play here with First National. And then I, Signature had a little bit more crypto exposure, sure. but that was, which was a little bit of that. But, but you still. also have the problem that there is a tight money supply, right? Because of the, the jacking up of the rates. So all things, everything's stopping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, today, today. The Federal Reserve is slated to raise interest rates for the 10th time in over 12 months. The 10th time. After their two-day meeting yesterday, Central Bank expected to announce a quarter-point hike, which would bring the Fed's, Fed's ben- benchmark interest rate to a level between 5 and 5.25%. So, that's great. But they are saying... But we think this will get it under control. If not, we're going to have to do it again. You're at a breaking point. I, 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 I know nothing about this stuff. I know nothing about this stuff. But I know enough to know you cannot continue to raise interest rates or you will break the back of the economy. But they're doing it anyway. Now, what's the other thing that they say could break the back of the economy? The other thing is the debt ceiling. If we don't pay our bills, we're going to be downgraded. Yeah, 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 we will. So what is the plan? The uh, House says we'll negotiate. White House won't negotiate. 
We'll negotiate. But if you want the debt ceiling raised, you've got to cut spending. Now, we'll show you where we think you can do it, but you got to cut it. So where are you cutting spending? The White House says we're not. Now, think of this. Your inflation is caused by too many dollars. There's just too much. We've printed too much money. That's why they're raising the interest rate. That brings that money, sucks it back into the Treasury where they can burn it. Okay? Get rid of it. Our government is borrowing more money, which they then have to print far more than you and I are spending at TJ Maxx. Okay? Far more than all of Americans. We went out and we just were on a credit card binge. We wouldn't make a dent into what the federal government is spending. And yet we're going to be the ones paying the price. Why is nobody up in arms saying you've got to cut the deficit? You have to stop spending money. But the, the uh, Democrats in the House and the Senate and the White House say Congress has to raise the debt limit without any spending cuts or any other conditions. Screw you. Where is my representation? Sincerely, where is my, reputa- uh, my uh, representation? Yes, we can vote for clowns. But they have given away their responsibility. They have given away, uh, given away the only thing that can be done with an out-of-control government is to cut the budgets and bring it back under control. That's the job of Congress. But they gave that away in 2008. We don't care anymore. Well, how am I being represented? How are you being represented? They, they don't. They don't care. They'll they'll bail everybody's, uh, you know, college funds out. They'll bail them out because they don't have to answer to you. It's being done through the administrative arm. That's unconstitutional. And what are they doing? They're saying that a debt ceiling uh, from Congress is unconstitutional. They don't need it. They're actually now pushing that. That Constitution doesn't say anything about a debt ceiling. No, because our Constitution says pay your debts. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That's actually their argument, too, that the Constitution says pay your debts. So even if yeah. even if Congress makes a law saying we uh, have a debt ceiling, we can ignore it because the Constitution says, because, you know, look, the left cares about the Constitution. You know, the Biden administration, just they're super constitutional. It's all they care about. They want to make sure they're very loyal to that document. Uh, so that is actually the argument they're making behind the scenes. And they've been floating to the media now. There's this, oh, well, they're having these conversations. And Joe Biden's not sure if this is actually the right way to go. But this is what they're just, some aides are bringing it up. They're always well, doing of course this they're stuff. floating this. And uh, look, you know. And even if it's not sure, he'll just do it anyway. He doesn't care. He, he will just do it anyway. Evidenced by the student loan program, which you know, obviously is unconstitutional. Obviously. And he's I, doing it anyway. I, I want to share something that's going on on the border, and it's only going to get worse. Hmm. And his reaction to it. And uh, 
I'm going to say some things that I think just need to be said because they're truth. It is absolutely true, and it needs to be said by all of us. If we don't admit what the problem is, we'll never fix it. 60 seconds away. Starla wrote in about her experience with uh, Relief Factor. She says, I know people get tired of commercials, but you know what? Relief Factor really works. After two weeks of taking it, my pain is gone. Just gone. I've begun recommending it to all my friends who are dealing with pain. I never would have recommended this. I mean, unless I had tried it myself and found it to work. Thank you so much for Relief Factor. Thanks for writing in. It is hard to believe that something all natural uh, and, you know, something that, you know, you're listening to some boob on the radio or like a relief factor. And your thought is, do they really believe that? Do they really say that? Do they believe? At least I do. I took it. I saw a difference in my life. I still take it. It changed my life. It may be able to do the same thing for you. Will you just try the three week quick start? relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief 800 the number 4 relief relieffactor.com feel the difference 10 seconds station id all right so the white house has said that they have uh, cut uh, the border crossings by 90%, which is not true. Not true. Um, here is a clip from El Paso, Texas. If you happen to be watching, I'll describe it here. This is El Paso, Texas. It's an American city. Yeah. Just homeless people everywhere. Tent cities. People I mean, built clotheslines to dry clothes. Thousands, Glenn, would you say? Oh, thousands. Easy thousands. Lining the streets. They're lining the streets. They're all the way from the street uh, all the way to the to the houses or the buildings. So they're taking up the yards, everything. Sidewalks. That's an American city. That's an American city. And you have the balls of uh, Lori Lightfoot and uh, what's his name in New York saying, you got to stop sending these uh, these people to us. We're overwhelmed. You're Chicago. Try being El Paso and have this on your streets. I'm sorry, Texas isn't a dumping ground. <sighs> now, listen. The president is going to send uh, some people to the border because he really cares. And he is going to send uh, the National Guard. And he says to secure the border, which is already secure. That's not true. It's not true. And he's not sending them to secure. He is sending our military down to help process paperwork. Next week. We are going to be hit by a tidal wave. They are expecting 10,000 people every day. Right now, it's about 2,000. 10,000 people every day. I think it's time we have a frank uh, talk and we ask, what is it that the president has exchanged 
the virtue, the sweetness, the the hope, the dreams of little boys and girls who are raped by drug cartels, trafficked by drug and sex rings. Tell me, what did you exchange that for, Mr. President? You don't care. You lost 85,000 children. 85,000 children. You don't know where they are. Our president, he's a pimp. He's a pimp. He's a drug smuggler. He is helping the sex rings with children here in America. He is helping the drug cartels get fentanyl. Why do you think we're having so many problems with fentanyl? Because our borders are open. And I'm sorry, but there is no way any rational, reasonable human being who actually cares about America, the American people, and human beings doesn't do something on the border to stop this. The women that are raped on the way, the the drug cartels, they own us. So what did you get out of it? President Biden, what, what, what deal are you getting? Is it just the destruction of America? Is that, is that what you're doing? Or are you so out of touch that you don't even know this is going on? I could go either way. But I think you are in the grips of evil. Because only evil would turn a blind eye to what is happening to children, mothers, even single guys, families. You want to take your family over the border and, and rest it in the arms of a drug cartel to get you across? What does that cost you? What does that cost you? More than money. Mr. President, shame on you. Not only will America pay a heavy price for this, but mark my word, sir, in the eternities, you will forever pay. When we lose one of our service members or first responders, the tragedy doesn't end on that day, especially for their families. Who's there to help pick them up, pick up the pieces, pick up the family? Tunnel to Towers is there. When our veterans who have served our country end up living on the streets, who reaches out with a hand of help? Tunnel to Towers. We are going to have such a bad homeless problem in this country it's going to be interesting to see how all this works out (laughs) the uh foundation uh in the line of duty programs for gold star and fallen first responder smart home and veterans homeless programs they are all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families, not just the military, but our police and firefighters that are falling on the line of duty. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes and never close your heart. Help. Donate $11 a month at Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org.
If you're looking for truth, you need Blaze TV. Join blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. So there is some breaking news, just breaking now. Russia claims two drones, Ukrainian drones, attacked the Kremlin overnight. Um, There is a video. Don't know if this is real or not. We have no idea, but it is coming from the Russian government. They're not only saying that it was an attack on the Kremlin. They say that it is an assassination attempt on Putin. This is really not good. Uh, Russia said that they will uh, they reserve the right to respond uh, appropriately. Now, if you want to do it proportionately, I think you'd throw a sparkler over the border because it it did no (laughs) damage. It looks bad, but it did no damage. Um, Can we talk about something else for just a second before? I, I, you know, it's time that we start talking about heroes, good things. For instance, did you know the trans identified male has just won first place in the women's cycling tour? Did you know that? No. Yes. Congratulations. She, he, they won. They won. They won. Taking first place, the first female with junk in her pants. Taking first place, and I, I hats off. Also, there's a bearded man who uh, claims to be a woman, um, but doesn't do anything about it. Uh, just still looks like a man, but he's yeah, he's a good-looking woman if he'd throw some makeup on, you know, spend five minutes in front of the mirror, dude. Anyway, he just won. Yeah, another winner, the women's poker tournament. He just won. So you you got that. So this is good for women. This is good for women. And I, you know, a lot of people might take this as being sarcastic, but there is a guy in Delaware County in Indiana. He is a Delaware County, Indiana councilman. Uh, He's Ryan Webb, and he is the first Republican local councilman to come forward as a lesbian woman of color. And Ryan, hats off to you. Well, good morning, sir. I uh, I appreciate the invitation, and uh, thank you for the recognition. Thank you. Sure, sure. Now, how long have you been contemplating this uh, transition to a woman? Well, I'm not really sure how long I've been contemplating it. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I felt I felt this way uh, for quite a long time, well, and. Just really wasn't sure the right time to do it. Uh, but as, you know, with each passing day, uh, it's become more and more socially acceptable. And uh, the rules have, have become uh, ingrained and, and set in stone as such that someone such as myself, who has no real ambition to actually live life as a woman, however, knows that in my heart that I am a woman. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was the, the right time for me to go ahead and uh, announce that that's, and I think that's, that's the way I choose to self-identify. I think that's great. You you did say in our, your Facebook post that uh, uh, you noticed that there wasn't 
there wasn't any LGBTQ representation uh, on the council board. Uh, and uh, you are the first woman of color, too. What color are you? Well, um, I appreciate you saying that. And, and I did notice that. And I thought, you know, we just need a little bit uh, more diversity. We had way too many uh, straight white men on the council. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, we could do something about this. But to answer uh, what, what my uh, heritage is, I am Cherokee, uh, Native American on both sides. Very proud of that. And uh, which uh, qualifies me as the woman of color that I am. Oh, so you're not just you're not just a white guy that is is now saying I identify as a woman of color. You're actually, I mean, we could, you know, in the old days, I would say scientifically show your bloodline has Cherokee in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full, fully backed up with the documents of AncestryDNA.com. Huh, um, huh. You know, shout out to them. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is the fact. So now you say you're uh, excited to be a vocal partner of the LGBTQQIAPC++ movement. Um, and just how far can we take things? Uh, you're glad that, you know, now anyone just like you can be anything or anyone they want. Where, what do you, how far do you want to take things? Well, you know, with this, this whole journey of, um, you know, gender discovery and who you are, I'm just riding the wave and wherever it takes me is where it goes. And I've said before, you know, oftentimes with these things, they're very complex. Sometimes we end up right back where we started. But uh, for what I'm trying to do as far as, you know, promote some awareness within the uh -huh. community is right. to, you know, there's, there's a lot of bad information out there from some of these folks as being intolerant and hateful. And I want to show the world that some of us are pretty down to earth and sensible people we're not all crazy right right okay have you had your first period yet well you know I, I i had something going on the other day but i wouldn't classify it as that i think i just had a little bit of indigestion okay all right well be prepared you should keep some family talk to your are you married i am yeah you are beautiful married. wife brandy yeah beautiful wife brandy we have six kids and uh wow she's fairly excited about uh the new designation of not only uh, being married to a woman of color, but um, celebrating our diversity as an interracial married couple. Right. <laughs> right. Now, she is excited that you, you are now identifying as a woman. Well, you know what? She stands behind me and everything that comes with it. And, uh, you know, she's been sitting back watching things like everybody else. And yeah. She's not, she's not uh, naive to the benefits that come with being a woman of color. So we're hoping sure. that, you know, our kids will be accepted to some colleges that they previously made. Right, not right, right. Do. So, right. you know, the sky's the limit. So she's uh, excited about that. And she's identifying now as a lesbian. Well, she's not necessarily changed her identity. I don't think she can argue the point that that's, that's what she is. But, right. uh, yeah, she's, she's allowed me to go on my journey. And, right. uh, you know, her journey will, will take her wherever it chooses to go. Right. And you are, you are a lesbian, though. You'll only sleep with women. So. Yeah. Yeah, yes. And, yeah. If, and I've, I've offered to prove that if anyone, if anyone doesn't believe it. I'm, you know, I'm very affectionate with my wife in public. So yeah. uh, I think I've, I've more than, than uh, stood, on, stood on my own two feet with that statement. You know, a lot of people, Ryan, uh, we're, talking to, uh, we're talking to Ryan Webb. He's a local Republican councilman uh, who has just come out as a lesbian woman of color. And the first one on the council, and uh, that was very brave of you. So hats off on just your bravery. Uh, a lot of people would say that you are making fun of wokeness and the fact that men will always be men and not women. 
Is there any truth to that? Well, uh, those allegations have been made. Now, I wouldn't make those allegations. I'm not saying that. In fact, um, I don't know what rule book they're reading from, but my understanding was that, that we weren't allowed to question someone's gender identity, um, that it's simply declaring it, and, and it is so, and you might as well write it in red. So I'm not necessarily making fun of anyone. I'm just expressing how I'm choosing to live my life within the boundaries and rules that's been set forth by society um, and pass the test. So uh, they can say that all they want, but I don't need their um, confirmation or their affirmation or, or any of the issues. I'm living my own life. All right, Ryan, again, we salute you as a very brave, brave. It is hard in these days to come out uh, on something, you know, like this and stand there all alone, surrounded by all of the real power in society, Um, you know, holding your hand and propping you up and giving you all kinds of benefits. And that's a scary place to be. So, well. You, you are correct with that. And in the beginning, you know, some folks didn't really know how to, how to take it. Some were upset. But as the days have went on, I've, I've been receiving a lot of support. And to be honest, Glenn, um, the local leftists in my community, they're the ones who insisted on making this story a, a national story. Me personally, I would like to focus more on the important things that we're doing on the council, such as in- increasing transparency and, and increasing the wages for all of our county employees. But unfortunately, uh, this is this is what we're talking about. Yeah. It's a really sad situation. Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan, you keep with your truth. Okay. I appreciate that, Mr. Right. Beck. I will. Thank I will. You. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you very much. Me. That's Ryan Webb, Delaware County, Indiana. Uh, County councilman. Brave. Very brave. Very brave. To take a stance like that. And I know. Sincerely. I'm, I assume they are going to be celebrated for this because that's what our society does. Well, I don't, you know, I appreciate that he's keeping his name because I don't want to dead name anybody. Right. But. Who am I to question what he believes, what his truth is, and what his truth may not be? You just did three in a row. He, he, and his? Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I am so you sorry. Are, that is disgusting what oh you my just gosh. did. You are so brave. Thank you. You are so brave. Thank you. I am. I mean, going along with what everybody who has any kind of power at all just going along and sniffing their butt mm-hmm. and holding yeah, their hand, that, that, yep. you know, and doing uh-huh. exactly what you're told. Yes. That you are so brave. Mm, thank you for affirming me. You're Well, mm-hmm. thank you for affirming. Well, you haven't yet. You have. I affirm you. Okay. Wow. I, I affirm thank you. Thou. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do, don't you Ooh, feel? I feel heard mm-hmm. and affirmed and just kind of, I don't know, like it's my first day of being a girl <laughs> you know you, you you pass you're very would make a very attractive female I, and you, not that that's whoa, what your journey is that's right not now what my journey is but right now but damn you it, would, let me tell you something if i good. do become a girl you damn well better say oh, that I'll, i'm not only a girl but i'm a good looking girl oh i will affirm the hell out of you for that yeah mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. so thank you mm-hmm. i affirm you too thank you this has been a great... See, this is how we all come together. This is the Mutual Affirmation we Society. just speak the truth mm-hmm. that our overlords demand we speak, and, and then we can all get along. And that's all you have to do. You right. just have to say what your truth is, and it becomes the truth. Well, with with one exception, like with yeah. one exception, uh-huh. if someone says they're trans, and then they commit a mass murder, 
then you it's totally okay to say actually they were lying the whole time any other instance though you must affirm what they said and i would like to make another correction and i hate to are you disaffirming disaffirm you (laughs) but i think it's actually deaffirm okay sorry you've been officially deapostrophe defirm or defirm thank you okay i hate to defirm you but uh (laughs) Uh, there, you know, it, what uh-huh. you said, you can say your, whatever your truth and it is truth. And that's not true. There is truth, Stu, and it's your truth and it's my truth. But there are some people that don't agree with that truth that we're getting from, you know, the experts and those people should be shut up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because they're not brave. No, they're Nazis. We Defirm them. We defirm them. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, it's a great day on the Glenn Beck program. <laughs> I think we've just solved another problem. Uh, thank you so much, Ryan, for uh, being on the program. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It isn't as simple as just having somebody you know, you know, find a good home for you that's in your budget. Honestly, you could probably do that. Okay. Um, Now, can you get the best price for your home? Do you know what it takes to sell your home? I have to tell you, couldn't sell my home, couldn't sell my home because I wouldn't listen to the real estate agent. I'm like, I'm not putting another dime into this thing. Um, They said, if you want to sell your home, you should probably do X, Y, and Z. I did. Now I don't want to sell my home, but the, the offers and the prices are crazy at what people will pay for it. They were right. They were right. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. They can help you get your house ready to be sold. They can help you sell your house, buy a new house, whether it's across the street or across the country. We'll help you find the right real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let's face it, we put our moms through a lot, uh, and uh, it's something that you might want to pay back a little bit. Oh my bit. gosh, you're bringing up my mother again who died? Oh my uh, I'm, gosh. I wasn't talking to you. You I were know. so insane. I'm defirming you again. Thank you, you've deferred me. <laughs> um, let's talk for a minute about Mother's Day, and it's books from- This is painful. Yep. <laughs> books is short for bouquet, and you're, gonna get the, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, flowers, okay, well, that's not a bad idea for Mother's Day. Yeah, but th- this is different. You can get 20% off right now, and you can say thanks to your mom. And honestly, you should thank them because uh, they've been your, probably your best friend throughout your life and also have done things like risking their lives, treating, you know, teaching you to drive and going to soccer games and baseball games and packing school lunches and all that stuff. None say thanks. That, none of that happened. I don't, I don't I know why you're, thanks. why are you making this about you? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, books are different. Uh, their flowers are sourced directly from the best farms that cut fresh. Uh, they're cut fresh and of course they last longer. They have flowers that were even grown on the side of a volcano, really cool options. And they offer a huge selection of unique designs that you'll never find on those other sites. So pick mom's favorite tulips or lilies or send a bright, beautiful bouquet. My mom died on the side of a volcano. (laughs) That's not true. Mother's Day is May 14th. Don't let it sneak past you. Order your books now. Mm -hmm. Okay, books.com. Go there now, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Use the code blaze, get 20% off. B-O-U-Q-S.com. Promo code is blaze. So, you know, I don't think that 
I mean, Russia has a good sense of humor, right? Putin, he's got a good sense of humor. He's a pretty funny guy. You know, it's like, you know? hey, we're, we're going to send some drones over and, and try to blow up the dome of the Kremlin. <laughs> he's yeah. going to love it. He's funny. He's a little too slapstick for me. Right. You know, but right. he's, he's pretty funny. Right. I think he's going to take this in, in stride. Yeah. In the tone that it was intended. A Those hilarious falls. He'll shoot. They'll pretend to shoot somebody in the head, and then they do a pratfall in front of him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, I mean, this is suspicious as an attack by Ukraine, right? Like they're going to send these tiny little drones over there that seem to do no damage whatsoever. Uh, it's an odd. If it is them, it would be very odd. Could easily also be the other side uh, right. trying to set something up. They're, they're supposedly right. going to have an offensive around the corner. It could easily be a justification Putin for that. could have been running the drone. It doesn't you, matter. You, doesn't yeah. matter. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And the fact that they're calling this an assassination attempt on him. Yeah. What was That's he, how they framed it. Was he... Did he strap himself to the top of the dome of the Kremlin? Well, I they're mean, saying they intercepted it. The explosion you're seeing is supposedly them intercepting this drone. But when they intercept it, it explodes in the way that it almost looks like a gender reveal party. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, it's this tiny that little... That would piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> that would piss him off. <laughs> it's a tiny little baby explosion. Yeah. Uh, which would, I, I guess if it literally landed on Vladimir Putin's head, it probably yeah. would have killed him. But it, it would have gone in through the window and landed at the foot of his bed <laughs> yeah. while he's sleeping. Hard, maybe. hard to imagine right. that that would be their chosen Plan. way to attack if what but they again, were doing. It doesn't matter. No, the, what's important here only is how Russia is framing it and when how it, they're yeah. framing it is, a, is an attack on Putin directly and by the Ukrainians. Yeah, they're they're using the words an attack by the Ukrainians on the Kremlin and an assassination attempt against Putin. And they said there was two drones total that uh, that they supposedly intercepted. So I don't know. I mean, you know, is it true? That's a totally different story that will, I guess, maybe through history we'll find out. It doesn't. Again, again, we don't even know. Truth doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And it's hard. It really doesn't matter pragmatically in the near future. Right. Like, I want to know, of course, eventually who did this if we can. But long that's long term. Short term, they are going to obviously use this for some sort of response. If it was a legitimate attack from Ukraine, you'd expect it. I mean, they're at war with each other. We shouldn't be shocked that that would be true. It just seemed like it would be a very strange way of doing it for Ukraine. It doesn't seem like a, you know, but people do weird I mean, things yeah. in war. Who knows? It just seems like I mean, it would I be a bad if, attempt. I mean, I think if, uh, you know, Osama bin Laden flew a little drone and it went into the side of the building, we wouldn't be like, we're at war with Al-Qaeda. Right. But know? if we wanted to frame it a certain way, we, we would. And, and that's we what would. you're wondering about yeah. here. All right. More in just a second, more on the economy, and Mike Lee joins us to talk about some of the things like debt ceiling when we come back. The Glenn Beck Program. 